Yeah. All right, so uh, first off, uh, welcome to Dwell New Life City here in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And uh, my name is Daniel, and this is Michael, and we're pastors here at this church, and, and we, are, we are navigating this, uh, this new way of life, you know, for this period of time. Yeah. Um, let me just open it. You want to open us in prayer? Yeah, sure. So Jesus, I just thank you right now that your presence is here, Father. And I thank you that when your presence is here, it brings perfect peace, perfect love, perfect joy. And so, Father, I just thank you that right now your presence would, would go and just fill our homes, fill our houses, fill our families, God. And that, Jesus, I thank you so much that in every time we have access to your presence, God, in the storm, in the chaos, mm -hmm. in the peace, God, we have access to your presence. And so, Father, I just pray right now over every home that your presence would be upon each and every house, God, and that, Father, with your presence, we could see clearly, we could know you, and we could absolutely be so connected to you. Um, and so, Father, I just thank you right now for your perfect peace that casts out all fear. And yeah. that, Father, you are with us. You are with us. And I pray that we would realize the access that we have to you today and during this time. And that we would use this time as an opportunity to connect with you in new ways. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Um, first, I, I kind of just want to share kind of our heart, you know, in all this. You know, everything has changed so much. I think two weeks ago, right about this time, we were having people laying hands on us in a huge conference, being ordained around hundreds of people. And, and now, um, Michael and I are probably sitting too close to each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, so boundaries, boundaries. so a, lot, a lot has changed, and it's, it's, it's hard. But I also think that it's a opportunity for the church because we should be able to adjust you know and we we should be able to analyze the way we're doing things and and really get to the heart of what the church is supposed to be now by no means do we do we like the situation we're in or um and of course we would love to be sitting here with a bunch of full chairs and and being community together um, but I think that this is an opportunity for us to um, show the world that amongst fear and anxiety and uncertainty that there's peace and love and joy and so our heart in this is not necessarily just to survive for this this quarantine period not just to survive during this this tough time you know to to like just kind of make it out of the storm. But I want my heart is to actually find ways to to increase the kingdom of God, you know, to share the love of Jesus with the world and and you know, multiply during this time. What do you think, Michael? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a huge change. Um, you know, I'm just thinking about everything that has changed and the fact that Right now, you know, it's March, March Madness, basketball's not going on. And, uh, you know, people are at their homes when usually they're out and about, hanging out. And so it's totally different. Um, our world has changed literally in a matter of two weeks. Right. And I don't know about you, but I've never experienced such a rapid change where it's like, oh my gosh. And we were actually talking, what, during the conference about uh, 
you know, difficult times that we've had and where we were, especially right. during 9-11. Right, right. And it's just interesting when something happens that affects the whole world. And so I think what the amazing thing is, is that, you know, all of us are in this together. And it's not like there's one section of society who's experiencing something, but the whole world is experiencing something together. And I think it's cool that in the midst of that, we can actually represent God and represent his heart, not just for our community, but for the whole world around us yeah. and how our response totally affects everything, you know? Absolutely. I mean, we get to decide who we're going to partner with. And that's kind of what um, was on our heart today is to just kind of talk about, you know, what's happening, you know, culturally, what, it's, what it looks like, what it feels like but really what the, the Christian response should be, you know, and, and, and seeking the kingdom of God amongst this crisis. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it's interesting that, you know, we're all trapped inside and uh, we have a great opportunity to actually spend time with each other. And uh, I know for me, I, I you know, when life slows down, you start to realize what's the why behind what I'm doing. And I feel like during this week, I had a great time just to, to sit and think, what is the why behind what I'm doing? Because sometimes we get kind of wrapped up in the busyness of life and we forget why we're doing what we're doing. And so for me, it was a great time just to be still and to think, why am I doing what I'm doing? And refocus and get purpose for my life. Mm. Um, and so I know one thing that really God's placed on my heart is vision. And, and the Bible says, without vision, the people perish. And uh, this week, I uh, maybe didn't do the safest thing, and I went snowboarding. Um, but just so that you guys aren't concerned, I don't think I was close to anybody the whole time. I was just in the mountain with the trees. But anyways, as I was going down the mountain, um, I went in this new path that I hadn't gone on. There were tons of trees and uh, the branches were sticking out. And so there was this almost this uh, a little bit of a scary moment because I was going through some trees and the branches were like right at my face, really affecting my vision. And so what I wanted to do was kind of like duck my head down but I did that a couple times and as I did it was like I couldn't see anymore and all of a sudden I found myself into a tree uh, which isn't the best experience but what I realized is what was nice was I have goggles and I had a helmet on and so if as long as I kept my head uh, you know straight ahead and was able to look at where I was going I was fine and it was like the branches were able to pass by me and I just feel like for this time, it's so important that we actually get a vision for what we're doing. Um, just like you have a vision for work, you know, you have a schedule for work. I think it's important that you have a vision for what you're going to do during this time and that you keep your eyes straight ahead. Because as soon as you get your eyes off and you lose your vision, you know, you find yourself into a tree and you find yourself without purpose. And so really, I think a heart for us today is to cast vision um, where you can take advantage of this time and actually navigate and, and be able to really see what God has for you in this moment. So um, remember, without vision, the people perish. And so I just want to kick it over to you and say, what is some of your vision for this time and what do you feel like God's... Well, it's interesting on? because, you know, we've been talking a lot about culture here at Dwell um, all year, really. 
And, and two things have become very obvious. You know, first off, um, I think it was not last week, but the week before, we were talking about really just finding time to get alone with God, retreating from the world, you know, retreating from our culture, retreating from all of our norms, and, and being able to, to remove ourselves so we can see God for who He is. You know, so many times we see God through um, the lenses of the world, the lenses of society, the lenses of individualism and consumerism and all these other different movements that are happening, and, and it really skews the truth. And so we talked about finding a place, you know, to, to get away from that. And what's interesting is what has happened here is we're kind of in this place where culture has been, been completely shaken up, you know, as we know it. What, what we knew two weeks ago um, is, is totally different. The other, in, the other interesting thing that I, I'm noticing is, um, and, and I think that most dangerous worldviews stem back to to this individualism and, and I talk about individualism a lot but in in, in individualism um, it's it's about me and and my needs and and it's all the world revolves around me and even sometimes in the church we find people go they they praise God um, but it's it's how God can serve them and, and that's kind of the wrong idea and it's it's a it's a worldview that we should break in the church but what's interesting is we saw that um, really rear up in the beginning of this um, when people started hoarding toilet paper and um, other necessities and, and where it was hard for, for mothers to find baby wipes for, for their children. And I realized that this is, this is a world event. This is, this is something that, that is going to take a community. You know, we, we have to get past this me, 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 and think about what's better for our neighbor. You know, we, we really have to contemplate, how can I love my neighbor well? Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and that's how we're going to get through this. I think if we stand alone, we're all going to crash. But I think if we come together, um, not only are we going to get through this, but we're going to see some tremendous fruit. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's interesting because... I was thinking about this in, in the rest of the world and recessions that we had. I was thinking about the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl and how because there was such a drought, it literally, you know, dried up the land and all the resources, you know, right. were ceasing. And I think it's interesting during this time because we don't actually see um, we don't actually see our resources being taken away from us. Obviously people are, you know, being affected by the coronavirus and it's it's a sad thing to see. But the majority of the world right now what's infecting them is, is fear. And the crazy thing about fear is that, you know, we still have the same amount of resources. We still have the same amount of toilet paper in the world. Um, but the fact is fear makes you take for you and fear makes you want to, uh, you know, hide away and grab everything. And it's all about me, kind of like what you're talking about in the individualism. And the crazy thing is we have more than enough. You know, and if we realize we have more than enough and we actually use our resources to bless other people, then not only do we have more than enough, but our neighbors have more than enough. Yeah. And so it's just interesting because, you know, God's kingdom operates out of love and love doesn't seek its own. And this world a lot of time operates out of fear and fear is pointed back to me. 
And when we live in a mindset where it's about me, we never have enough. Yeah. Even when we do have what we need, we never have enough because fear always is consumed with me. But when we shift the focus into love and shift our focus onto other people and don't consume for ourselves, all of a sudden we have more than enough. Right. And so I just want to speak to that right now. Like if you're thinking, what do I do? You know, um, you know, my bank account, my, my job is not, not there. I just want to say God is your source. Yeah. And not only that, we want to be there for anybody who needs something. So if you need something, please reach out. And I love what you said we were talking about this yesterday is that, you know, where, where we need help, we should reach out to other people. And where right. we have abundance, we should give to other people. And so I just want to say we're not, we don't operate in the same spirit as everybody else. Right. We operate out of love. And we operate from the fact that God, our Father, has everything that we need and He's our source. And when we live that way, we can bring His kingdom to this earth because His kingdom operates from a totally different realm right now. And yeah. so. Yeah, so, so we should think about, like, uh, what should the Christian response be? You know, it's, uh, it's, it's very easy to, to fall into fear and anxiety. And, and to be honest, like, there's, there's times where I'm like, oh, my God, this, God, how can we do this? This seems so impossible. Yeah. But I do see that there, there's fruit in when we spend time with him. And so the, the real question is, what can we do as a Christian community? What should our response be? And uh, I, want to, I want to read a, a little scripture because we're a church. <laughs> That's what we do. But um, it comes out of Romans. And what's interesting about this, this scripture is this, it's, it's in Romans 12. And so this is kind of the transition part. You know, um, Paul, Apostle Paul is... is um, giving instruction, you know, uh, and kind of rebuking and, and showing how the Roman church has been struggling amongst each other. There was conflict amongst each other. But really, the, the church as a whole, um, you know, they, they were kind of in their own crisis, a polit more of a political crisis. And in chapter 12, it's, it's kind of where the transition goes to, now this is how you should respond, right? And so um, chapter 12... Uh, verse 9, it starts out, Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor, do not lag in zeal, be agit in spirit, serve in the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer, Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Now this is... This is this is the marks of a true Christian, and this is what our response should be. Um, we, we talked about, you know, it's, it's some of the things that, that we really struggle with is even asking for help, you know. And, um, and so sometimes it's easy to offer help, and, and, but it, sometimes it's hard to ask for help. So, yeah. so being part of community is also asking for help when you need help. 
Um, but then also when you have abundance, you know, when you have enough to give, you know, give and offer it to other people. You know, here at Dwell, we have a community page on Facebook. Um, and it's, it'd be very easy for someone to say, hey, I need help. I can't leave my house. Um, can someone go get me groceries? And, and I'm positive. If no one else does, I will. Or I will do it first. Yeah. But um, those are the types of things that, that we can do. We can love our neighbor. We can check on the elderly, you know, next door. Maybe, maybe you haven't reached out. Maybe you don't know your neighbors yet. This is a good time to go next door and just say, hey, I want you to know um, we're here if you need us. If you're worried about, you know, say they can't open the door because um, they are avoiding any contact, you know, put a note on their door with your phone number sharing that if they need anything to touch base. Yeah, that's good. What are some things that you can think of? Yeah. Um, I think it's one thing that I've really been thinking about is, you know, where are you getting your news from? I think it's important that we stay informed during this time and know what's going on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, you know, this is the good news, right? So if we're only hearing the news that's around us and what other people are saying, we're not going to have hope to give other people. And so I think it's really important during this time that we steward the news that we hear. And we want to stay informed, but at the same time, we want to hear what God's saying. Right. And so I think it's important that we're actually um, stewarding the news that we hear because the news that we hear and the news that we believe is the place that we're going to live from, you know. As soon as the news says, this huge thing is, you know, this huge crisis is coming, everyone's like, oh my gosh, ah, you know. Right. And if we're not hearing this news, then we stay and we stay in a place of fear because we're hearing the news from everybody else. And so I just want to say, um, I would be really intentional about hearing what God has to say for you during this time. And it's crazy to me, you know, that in every single situation, we have the ability to thrive. Yeah. In every situation, we have the ability to live in abundance. Even if, you know, say we take a hit in our financial, uh, you know, our finances, we still have the ability to thrive because God lives within us and we have the ability to grow in every season. And so I really want to encourage you to hear what God has to say for you and honestly to live in a place of abundance because when the world is in need, we need to be the ones who have more than enough so that we have more than enough to give away. When the world was in a huge crisis, God put Joseph in a place where he could steward what God had given him and put favor upon his life so that he could give to others. And so I just want to ask you, where do you have favor in your life right now? Where has God blessed you? And how can you use that blessing to give to other people? Yeah. Because you, basically I want to say is shift your perspective from the lack that maybe you're seeing or experiencing and put your focus on what God has blessed you with because you can go give that away to somebody else, even if it's just encouragement. And I don't even mean to say even if it's because right now people need encouragement. People need hope. People need someone to care. People need someone to be intentional. And so really my heart is that you would go and make a list of things that you have that God's blessed you with that you can go give away to a friend, a neighbor, a family member, people in your family. So 
you all, all, all of a sudden have shifted your perspective to what God has blessed you with. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 we're not of this world. And, uh, and we have hope and we have peace and we have joy. And when we, when we carry that in the way we live, in the way we interact, in the way we listen, and we, people see that and, and people want that. You know, it's a, a, a lot of people are seeking something. And a lot of people were seeking something before this and they were finding it in other places. But we get to be that hope. We get to point to the, the true love, the true joy and true hope in Jesus Christ. And, and it is, it's, a, it's an amazing opportunity. You know, it's, it's now during crisis that, that people seek more. And I've seen so many lives transformed. My life has been transformed by Jesus. And I pray this for, for the rest of the world. And it's about positioning hearts and it's about um, opening eyes and just asking God if there's more. And so that's what I pray right now. You know, that's what I pray during this crisis. I pray that, that people, you know, that may feel like they've lost it all today, but gain the world in Jesus tomorrow. That's mm -hmm. good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, do you have anything else? Good. We're gonna. I'm gonna. A couple things that we're working on, um, and so if we need help, you know, um, in this, I think that that we it is important for us to stay um, together and in contact with each other. And so, um, as far as dwell people, or if you want to get in on this, if you're if you're just a guest today. Um, Put your, put your numbers on the Facebook community page. So that's just for dwell people. And let's reach out to each other. Let's touch base. You know, it's, we can't meet um, as we traditionally met, but that doesn't mean that we can't stay in contact and just call each other and build each other up and strengthen each other. Because a lot of people are dealing with a lot of stuff. I know there's people in our church that are dealing with other issues, medical stuff, um, family issues that that need a community behind them and so I just want to encourage everyone to to reach out um, we're also um, in the works of trying to figure out how to do a zoom which is like a video um, internet thing where we all log on and we could see each other's faces you could do it from your phone um, but to do a prayer hour and and I'm shooting for Wednesday um, if we get that put together, we'll have a link um, on that Facebook community page. We'll probably just put it on um, Dwell's Facebook page as a whole, um, and it'll just be an hour where we come together and we, we can pray and we can hear, get prayer requests um, and so on. I also, if there's anyone that just has a heart to, to serve um, during this time, I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be people that need help, both in and out of our church. And I would love for someone to just kind of take on the leadership of kind of like an outreach group, you know, that, that can go get groceries, you know, can cook a meal for someone that, that is in a tough situation. So if you're interested um, in any of that or if you have any ideas of how we can connect deeper, um, and 
really f navigate this this new situation, um, please give a, one of us a call because uh, we we want to continue to love, and uh, we might not be able to love like we did a week ago, but we can love like we love today, and and that we have a great opportunity there. Um, anything else? No, that's it. Yeah. Um, Jayla's gonna, Jayla, we're gonna do, see, we, we've got, we're, we're changing it all up. Not only are we on doing a Facebook Live, but we, we started with, with a talk and then we did announcements and now we're gonna do a song or two? One song, two songs? I have a full set. Uh, we're gonna do a full set of worship. So uh, Jayla's gonna just come right up here and yeah. uh, take our spot. Um, if you need prayer for anything, we're all on here. So we can pray for each other during yeah. worship through messaging. And uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Another level. Another level. That's, that's Bless you guys. Incredible. Bless you guys. You want us to move the thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Do you need the table?